0: NBA betting, Rosenballs, let's get to it. So, last we spoke, we kind of uh, shat on USA. Not really so ROCK in the USA, more like playing like ROCK. I don't want to use, use that phrase, but whatevs. But, like, look, let's assume we're not going to fix it overnight. It, you know, they're not going to get smarter. Uh, they're, they're trying to overwhelm, overwhelm them with talent. Fine. I've accepted it. Okay, so the question then is, cool. What? Uh, what now? Who should be on the next dream team? So you have a, a kind of a redeemed team, too, if you will. Um. So let's get to it. So I have a couple of locks, and uh, and I think like a couple of a couple of guys that, that you know should definitely be on this team. Some guys to avoid. So first, I want to go off to the premise that, like, let's talk about the type of talent you're looking for. Let's align there. So I think you want high IQ, battle-tested guys who also understand their role. So, for example, like, I'm going to say it right off the bat, one of the guys that I don't love, even though he played really well for, you know, this past summer, is a guy like Anthony Edwards, right? It reminds me of, like, when Paul Pierce was on that, uh, that original team. And again, it's nothing against you know, Anthony Edwards or anything like that. It's, it's just that like, you don't need so many ribeye stakes. You don't need so many guys who like need the ball to be effective. You want guys to play off the ball. My thing that perturbed me about Anthony Edwards in particular was, you know, when he said, Oh, I don't want to be the Dwayne Wade role. You know, I don't want to be the sixth man, if you will, uh, regardless of like, Oh, you know, well, Eitan, the these guys were, did not exist in the team. He didn't want that Dwayne Wade role. I think it's silly, right? Like, you know you're gonna have to take a back seat and like look what happened to Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram wasn't used to not being the number one guy, number two guy, if you will, even. Right? Like if you're on a dream team, there's other like Hall of Famers with you, buddy. Right? Like what are we talking about here? So, I think it's quite critical that um, that they're aware of sort of where they fit and all that stuff. So you have you need guys like that. You need guys who are like comfortable with themselves, and then, you know, understand that stuff. Now, the framework I would do is, I think, like, the continuity, thing think, is big, the fits are big, and I would almost create, like, two units, and I, to an extent, I would almost have, like, each unit play, like, half the game, almost, with exceptions here and there. Like, obviously, I obviously have a couple guys, but I wouldn't do, like, almost, like, a standard rotation. I'm like, this is one unit A, unit B, let's go, uh, and almost mix it like that, so have some more familiarity with that unit. Okay, so the most obvious guy to put on this team, in my mind, is um, right off the bat, is going to be our friend, uh, Steph Curry. The reason why I like Curry so much is just because, again, Curry's the coach, he plays off the ball, he fits with a lot of people, um... He, he's a, a, a no-brainer, and he hasn't played Olympic yet, so it's a good, like, little play for him. I'm seeing that's not the case for everybody, but Curry, that's the case. He's my starting one. My two is Devin Booker. I get super spacer. What I like about Booker is how he played with superstars. So, like, a Phoenix, he was amplified by superstars. And really You know, he looked better with superstars. But that's not the case with everybody, right? Not everyone can play alongside um you know, superstar talent. So, again, want to give that um, that kudos to someone like uh, to someone like Booker. Now, good. Now, granted, there's gonna be a defensive issue. I get it, but like right off the bat, my backcourt is based on, like crazy. It's kind of similar to Clay and Curry. And I I would have included Clay. I would have thought about him, but again, like the injury concerns. This is in a year from now. You got to put that in a factor. Would uh would make me concerned. Okay. So, outside of those two, who's the, who's the fours? Now, this gets a little tougher, um, not because there's, there's actually abundance of talent, but it's like who to pick. So, in the starting unit, I actually like LeBron here. I think you need the captain. He's been there before. He's an unselfish guy. Again, IQ is the key. He knows what to turn on, turn it off, but his Olympic experience in particular are, are quite useful. He could be the Kobe of this crowd where, you know, gives him some lessons. You know, they come in. Middle of the night, he's still working out. All all that sort of stuff that we we love from you know our, our you know from Kobe Bryant, we could easily um, kind of include uh, here. So LeBron's my three. Now, granted, it's in a year; he's going to be aging. I get it, but like you got to take the legacy play with him. He's I- I'm not taking him off the team, and there's going to be enough depth where he doesn't have to play like more than twenty minutes. But him starting or him as like a captain he embodies like USA, right? Let's just acknowledge that. So, um, I like that piece a lot. I would definitely, um, you know, I, I feel like he needs to be a, a, a really strong part uh, of this team, All right? So he's, he's an obvious one for me. Um, at the four, I like Kevin Durant, right? And again, Obvious guys right off the bat Durant older I get the injury concerns totally get it. Uh, the reason why I like him again he's a spacer he could he's a he's probably one of the best plug and play superstars of all time. Um, and has good chemistry with the guys right. So you look at like Curry and KD play together right Durant and Booker play together LeBron and Durant know how to play together so the camaraderie is really good with those four right. And then look, the center position is tough. It's the toughest one. There's not there's not a lot of depth there. Um, you know, so good question is is going to be on like who do you choose uh, from that angle? That that's not the easiest one, right? Which I acknowledge. Uh, so there, I, I think Bam is probably the best American center. But if I'm starting with that group, and as it goes a little small, you know, I like Draymond Green just in terms of that unit. Now, does that mean I, I start necessarily? No, I'm just talking about guys I put on the team. And I think Green makes sense with that group. Again, it's a super high IQ group. Um, you know, good rebounding. I probably, maybe I start Bam and I bring Green off the bench. But I think Green is part of this, this group. I just think the IQ is just too damn good to ignore, uh, which is why I, I would consider him. So that's my starting final. i probably put Bam, KD, LeBron, Booker, Curry, Bookett. Now we get a little, a little more precarious. Okay, so on the bench... And I'm going pure American here. Like, I'm not going to go Embiid. While I like Embiid, I feel like the fact that he's going to play with Cameron or France, I'm assuming how conservatively he won't play. because will those other opportunities. Beyond that, is the fit even good, right? Like, I, I, Embiid's a fantastic player, but you don't need his low post talent. He's someone who could who could kind of do dirty work. So he's going to be a tougher play for me. Um, off the bench, and then kind of like leading the second unit, almost like the captain of the second unit, if you will, I, I would have... Um, geez. I would have our our good friend Damian Lillard. Now again, it's a year later. Is he still healthy? You know, who knows in a year. My asterix backup is a is a decent drop off. It's probably either you know Halliburton or Brunson, and we could argue that for like backup backup. So let me go, backup backup guys. But um, yeah, in absence of that. I would definitely take, um, you know, I would definitely, of course, take uh, Lillard to kind of lead that second unit. Then things get murky, okay? Now, backup wing, I'm going to go for the locks, and I'm going to talk about, like, all right, maybe we should reconsider. So, the other backup wing that I would actually put as a lock, and the same premise of, like, talents and personalities I want of this team is jimmy butler what i like about butler again is you need that like you know you don't need that dick like a kobe bryant per se but you kind of need a dick right and butler could be the team's dick you know making sure they're on page you know really really tell people you know uh everything there's a mutual respect also between a lot of these stars including butler uh, the defense first mentality, the ability to play with Bam is really attractive. And again, like, I really like that core, right? So Butler's there. So we have the eight man rotation to an extent, at least eight guys. Now there's a couple of guys I would consider with some of those supplementaries parts. So what we need, obviously, off the bench, probably another week, another spacer. I like Mikel Bridges there. I don't think he's like necessarily the biggest piece, but he's just a nice three and D guy. The best of that bunch that I'm going to bring. He's going to fit with, um... Any different direction I go, right? Um, and you know he's probably a, a decent target of mine. So again, off the bench, we're going Lillard, Bridges, a Butler, and I guess Draymond Green. Okay. Definitely missing a, a, a few parts here. L- again, Lillard Bridges Butler Dreamer that's nine guys. I probably need like four more. So, you know, again, who else are we thinking about? Uh. And this is where it gets a little bit um, I don't know if precarious is the word, but like whatever. nine guys. So honorable mentions that 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 are that are tough omits. Uh, that, you know, you got to consider, okay? So one is, like, a time you didn't mention Jason Tatum. I don't know really what to do with Tatum, and that sounds crazy. Tatum, to me, sounds like an obvious guy, right? Here's my issue with Tatum. It's the IQ level thing to an extent, right? Like, can he play, he fits, like, as a player, he could play off the ball and defend. um, And the talent level is ridiculous, so it's hard to say no to Tatum. But I'm nervous about the Brandon Ingram 2.0 component. I am. Um, At the same time, like, that type of talent would would back up KD and LeBron really well. Uh, I just go back and forth. Does he accept the role? And to me, it's the passing. Like, I need better assist rate. And this team is filled with good assist rate. I don't know what I'm doing with Tatum. But I I flip it around. If you're not going to bring in Tatum, then, like, what's the guy? Who's the fit? Well, again, size is involved. If I have green there, kind of weak sauce off the bench, maybe I need a, a bit more depth, and I need a better, like, four slash five. Well, who is that guy? And no one's really, like, taking that mantle to, in the league, right? Like, you know, I don't want to – like, Aaron Gordon's a thought, but that's crazy. Like, he's not good enough, right? Um, even though he gives give you some size, do some unique things, he could also probably more easily accept a role as, like, a 15-minute guy as, like, your 9th-half man that Tatum would. Right? Tatum, I, I really get nervous of the fit. I, that, that's the only thing. And I'm kind of going through my head, like, you go down the team. Chris Middleton's another option. in the injuries concern me. Um, so, again, these are nine guys already with bridges there. I think it was the nine locks. These are the guys that are the iffy. So Tatum's an iffy guy. The other iffy guy is um, Donovan Mitchell. So again, now you're reframing a little bit. Maybe Butler plays a small ball, four off the bench. Maybe you're going a little small, and Mitchell can space like like the best of them. The problem is again, he's gonna envision a bigger role for himself. And then if you have like a Lillard, Mitchell backcourt, Mitchell Curry, Mitchell Booker, I gotta ask, where's the defense? I'm happy to go small, but I can't ignore defense. So that's a decent concern. Okay, uh, I'm gonna keep going through. Like you know, I, I talked about Gordon. Um, other options is like that 10th guy is, you know, Paul George. Again, the health concerns, Kawhi Leonard, the health concerns. I don't know what to do there. Anthony Davis, health concerns. And also Davis doesn't want to play five. Is he that impactful as a four on this kind of unit? The talent's there. The age really concerns me. I don't know what to do there. Minnesota, I'm not throwing in towns at these, these things. I don't think he's, again, like, would he fit? as a play off-the-ball guy. So these are guys I can consider. I, I don't know. Um, you know, Julius Randle is a case. So Randle, to me, is like a player that can play in unique situations. He's adapted okay playing alongside Brunson, but he hasn't played alongside Barrett well. And while I get it, Barrett's not LeBron or any of that, he's still an on-the-ball guy. So how could he play well with another on-the-ball guy? But I'm going to throw in a couple surprise ones that I just want to consider. One guy I want to consider is actually Tobias Harris. I know this is going to sound blasphemous. but what I like about Harris is he shot super efficiently and was able to take the mantle as the third guy in Philly. I would have loved better defense. He could play the, the four lineup that you want real well um, and will just fit that role as like a backup four. It sounds crazy, but he's a fit there. Uh, the guy I also wouldn't want to do is Zion Williamson. Again, the injuries, and I haven't seen him I don't know still enough. Can he play alongside um, any of these guys or not? I don't know. Can he play alongside Tal? That's what I don't know. Another honorable mention is Sabonis. Again, like his father played, you know, in, in, in different areas, you know, uh, from a foreign perspective. So does he fit with USA? He's American dude. Of course he does. Um, look, it's fair, but. You know, and again, the options get kind of not great, right? If you start going down this, like, it's not, you know, again, I'm going through Denver, Detroit, Golden State, Houston. Like, you go through the the, the team guys, um, the options get quite quite limited, which is the problem. And now there's a couple of glue guys you want to consider. Like, I know this is going to sound absolutely insane. I want to throw out a name. Okay. Well, by the way, I'll say it again. One other guy – is like Apollo Banquero. Now, he played with the current one. He wasn't dominating. He was disappointed. He's, he's going to be a year older, a backup four. But again, he needs to be a high usage guy. Ultimately, I think it comes down to um, the whole fit versus role thing, if you will. And as the backup four, there's almost like three guys I would I would consider. Uh, I, I'm actually going to say it's... it's um, Maybe four, but I would say three. I think it's Jason Tatum is the overwhelming talent gluttony and probably is the guy to get selected. Again, he's the 10th man, ninth, 10th man. Is he okay playing 15, 20 minutes? How does he fit offensively? Is he going to be frustrating? You know, frustrating he's not going to have touches and, and, and get down? I don't know. He's so used to being the man of Boston. Is that a backseat? It's a question. Uh, the other guy, Tobias Harris, he could space. He's a, a bit more of a certainty, but like, you know, is that enough talent there? Or, or am I getting a bruiser? Another interesting guy is Andrew Wiggins. Again, like a, more of a physical fit, but he, he would give you uh, that defense there, accepts that role. Ultimately, it's going to be tough not to say yes to Tatum. I think with LeBron and KD aging, you're going to want some certainties. Tatum gives you just a mix there. So, you know, to summarize, I think you got two units. I think that bench unit with Lillard Booker, with mean, Lillard um, Bridges, Butler, Tatum, and Green is interesting. And then you got the bench roll guys. And I think, like, if you have Green and Bam as your bigs, you got to get big. So I would definitely want to get a bit more physical. A guy who's just a beast. I'll give you a couple of names. We, we, could, we could talk about it. Okay. Okay. What's interesting is, like, the guys who are really, I'd like, actually, are not American. Right? Like, believe it or not, Capel actually makes sense. I don't know if he, I don't think he would work because he's not American. A lot of people have been saying this name, and I actually tend to agree, and that is uh, Kevon Looney. Okay? What I like about Looney is he'll do the role you need well and accept a bench role. And just like, uh, you know, clean it up, contributor, if you will. He'll come in, he'll set the screens, he'll dive, he'll rebound, all that. I like Looney. And again, the Golden State feel. He'll work well with Golden State. And it's going to be this, like, Golden State Love Fest, which is, you know, if you're not a Golden State fan, maybe concerning, but um, definitely a guy I like. The other guy who's a big that we throw in is going to be Mitchell Robinson. Again, Mitch Robinson, though, we talked about this with the Olympics. I think you need more of a thick, plotting big that can kind of bully guys around the, the paint what Looney does. I don't know if Robinson does that as well. I uh, know the injury-proneness and the IQ. would would make me a little nervous at that stage. I'm going to throw a couple of names. Another unique outside-the-box idea, Brooke Lopez. He's going to get old. I get it. But you talk about a spacing five like that, completely spaces the floor. Um IQ is there. You could also play him a little bit low post. I, I think it's an underrated option. He's a decent defender. Uh, would accept the role gladly. You know, a little bit goofy, but you know, has some of a low post game as well. Very underrated low post guy. People don't talk about it. Like he made his whole career on that. But he's a year older, would he accept them himself, you know, and that, you know, something accept the role if play it. Um, doesn't really fit the ethos of the team that you kind of built, which is a little more like hard nose and stuff. And then Lopez is kind of like a soft guy, you know, he's a a good shot blocker and stuff like that. Um, it would just feel weird to put him on. I don't know how to say it any better than that. It would, um, you know, he's a guy that you could argue, right? So, so Brooke Lopez is at least like a, for lack of a better term, question mark, right? Fine. Um... And then, like, and then you just bring back Jaron Jackson Jr., which is probably the most obvious play. Now, Jaron Jackson Jr. was, you know, borderline, was he a disaster? Maybe. You know, his shooting wasn't that impactful, you know, a spacer. But we're lacking bigs here. And and maybe you double down on two of them. Maybe you do a, a, uh, a combo of a Jackson with a Looney or a Lopez. Um, Looney is probably the safest pick. Sounds crazy. But you know he's gonna rebound, he's gonna be, you know, tough. And his camaraderie with a lot of the guys. So ultimately, I believe it or not, I'm actually picking Looney here. Um and maybe I, I missed a few guys. Um with with you know, Lopez is a nice little outside the box idea. Played with some of the guys, I believe, on this team. But I like Looney, I like the role he's gonna play. Okay. I also want to have another like 3D spacing guy who's going to mix this around in case like someone's hurt or whatever, right? So I think Bridges is really the only 3D, pure 3D guy in the team. And I'm going to throw some other names that I would consider here, right? And again, just like, you know, in, you know, in certain minutes, I could throw this guy in a unit. I know he's going to defend. I know he's going to shoot. And he fits with like the NBA, you know, American mentality that fits around these players. I'm going to throw a couple of randos. So one is – this is sound great. I can't believe I'm saying them. Quentin Grimes, all right? He was huge with the Knicks, maybe the most underrated guy in that team for the last couple of years. Yeah, um, am I making him so underrated he's overrated? Possibly. I'm talking about the, guy for the freaking dream team. This is the redeemed team they need to win. You'll throw Quentin Grimes, really? Look, the guy defends, and he shoots um, and doesn't need the ball. That's kind of a rarity. Um. Kind of, also, again, practices. Again, we're talking about beyond the tenth man. Another guy, OG and Um, I don't think he fits the American thing, so I'm not going to include him. And I apologize that I did. Um, looking again, another another sort of three and D. Here. I mean, we're lacking. Uh, we could go Kyle Anderson. Now we're getting weak, but Kyle Anderson is is a high IQ guy who's going to nose roll, can defend. Do you go for a super defender, like a Matisse Thybul? I think it's a little bit, you know, I don't think you can put him on the, on the floor. Um, so, believe it or not, I, I do like where I'm I don't like Brown, Jalen Brown on the Celtics, just because I don't like Levine. I don't like DeRozan. I don't think they fit, given those roles already exist. Okay? Um you, you know, I don't. I, I think you need to have better IQ out of that role. You need a guy who's going to accept the 3-D-ness, if you will. Wiggins could be a guy here as well. Like, Wiggins I kind like of like is the flexibility. Like, half the team is Golden State, which, you know, sounds ridiculous. But, like, Wiggins, I do feel like if there's, like, a unique talent that kills the the dream team, you want to throw a defender out there, you could be that guy. You could hit an open shot. He could drive a little bit. He could rebound. I kind of like Wiggins as that guy. Again, we're talking about like eleven, twelve guys here. Lots of Golden state. Um, hard to say no to Wiggins. You know, Gr- again, Grimes. No, yeah, I, I probably take. I can't. I can't believe I'm saying it. I probably. Yep, I'm going to take Wiggins. I, I know Bain's been mentioned. The IQ is fine. So now it's my 11th, 12th, guys. I got Looney um, and Wiggins. Let's say I'm going 15 deep. 13th guy, I'm not going to take like a point guard. Ideally, a common guard that can play a little point. But I, I need a guy who I'm probably taking Tyrus Halliburton here. Now, honorable mention to Jalen Brunson was considering him. And he played well with the team this summer. Burton, Hal Burton, I like because he can play a little bit too, if needed. He's got some height. Again, I need, I need position flexibility. Um, can play off the ball really well. While Brooks is good, I don't necessarily need that, like, um, rough and tough point guard style. I'm not going to play Trey Young. I'm not going to play Kyrie Irving. IQ level, again, the spacing is phenomenal. But I don't know if they're going to accept the role. Can Young accept the role that he's going to be the freaking 13th man? I don't know. Halliburton, to me, seems like he could. Brunson would be able to. He did it with Luka. So those guys are on it. Okay, so now I'm my uh, 11 12th, Looney, Wiggins, Brunson. And then if I want to throw, like, a couple more guys in there um, for, like, more unique situations just in case, um, I, again, I'm doing position flexibility. I might take the guys I was considering. Right. So, what again, what I like about Wiggins is unique position flexibility. LeBron's ever going 15 deep. The next two guys I may take, uh, which who I've mentioned, are going to give me, like, I was going to play 3 4, who could shoot, you know, penetrate a little bit, um, you know, play off ball on the ball, if you will. Um, I might take Grimes and Tobias Harris. Sounds crazy. I can't believe I'm doing that. I, I can't believe it. So, my triple backup unit is basically Halliburton, Grimes, Wiggins, Harris, Looney. Okay. My second unit is Lillard, Bridges, Butler, Tatum, Green. And my starting unit is Curry, Booker, James, Durant, Bam. The guys I'm on the fence with, just to summarize, there's a few. I'll do for each position. The point guard slot, why I like Brunson, I actually think I would consider a little mellow Ball here. Now you could say, A time," you talked about you know p- position flexibility. This guy's only a point guard. He's big. Yeah, um, I kind of like I kind of like a young guy for the future. Um, I think he would accept the role. I don't know, but he's a pass-first guy. He needs the ball in his hands to be effective. Yes. I like that he's a pass-force guy. I really like that. So he, you know, again, I float around, he'd be consideration set on, on trial. I'm going to go with the teams I'd consider. I would actually consider on Chicago Patrick Williams, depending on how well he did, okay? I would think about DeMar DeRozan if Butler couldn't commit. DeRozan might be my next, like, kind of high-usage guy in. But Patrick Williams, who would fit the Wiggins role, if Wiggins can't go whatever, I like Patrick Williams there. Mitchell, I'm not. I'm not sold. He makes me nervous. He has. He's only more impactful because he's the highest usage guy. So I wouldn't do him. I would consider Gordon. Right, Gordon would be another guy I would consider. I just like the way he he transformed himself with Jokic. Jokic, I think, made him smarter. Um, I think again, in that Wiggins like eleventh man role. Would he accept it? There's not a lot of other guys I would put, right? Like, um, you know, there's guys I definitely want to avoid. I would want to avoid Jalen Brown. I want to avoid Miles Turner. I want to avoid DeAndre Eaton. George Leonard, it's really a, a health thing. Anthony Davis, health and fit. Nobody else, you know, Randall, fit. Um, you know, no one else on Brooklyn, Orlando. Carroll's not there yet. Philly Harden's a freaking mess. And is the American question mark. Beal Beal, I would wait and see. If Beal if they won the title or they went deep and that was a good chemistry that they were building with Durant and, and Booker, maybe. You know, and and, and, and uh you know, Beal's a guy I would consider in that Lillard role, if Lillard couldn't do it. Um depending on what he does in, in Phoenix, which is a good, you know, indicator. You know, Darren Fox, again, I wouldn't do because I would be nervous. Like, how does he um, fit within the current framework? He's a high-usage guy. Can he shoot it well enough? I don't know. Yeah, but curious to know what, what everyone thinks on this. Like, it's it's not Bane. I know people mention mentioned Kuzma. No. So, like, again, like I, what I like about it is you could – Everyone kind of has a role, and you can kind of do... I would do unit, unit, unit. I really would. I, I would do it that way. And I might do, like, a thing where, like, not everyone play Like, maybe it's, like, two of the three of the five-man units play. The way I would structure the units is as it follows. I'd probably do familiarity. So I would do, like... Depending on the team you're playing, obviously. Uh, you don't want to get killed on the glass, but I would consider, like, Curry, Booker, James Durant, Green, one unit. I would consider Lillard... Um, Ridges, Butler, Tatum, BAM one unit. And then I would consider basically uh, Looney, Harris, Wiggins, um, Grimes, Halliburton a unit, which would play less. And that last 5 man unit could kind of like, uh, that unit wouldn't play together. That unit would just like a couple of those guys would jump in. In case, you know, someone gets hurt, you know, what those will be more plug-and-play, right? So, like, if, um, you get it. Like, if any of the, you know, if Tatum got hurt, like, maybe Harris is jumping in, right? If Butler got hurt, maybe Wiggins is jumping in. If, if, if KD can't, you know, if Curry isn't making it, Halliburton jumps in. If, if Bridges, you know, you got Grime jumping in. And they kind of just, like, jump into those respective roles. But each unit basically has a spacing one and two, uh, some three and D component, Okay, Um, You know, on the ball presence, off the ball presence. That's the key. And then it can be plug and play. You can mix it around. There's a more sensible flow. You're ready for anything, if you will. Uh, And, and yeah, and and then you obviously have, like, a core eight man that you're going to the game with. And, like, and I think, honestly, Tatum Tatum is an interesting guy in this. The whole – Tatum's the X-Factor because, like – You kind of have to put LeBron and KD on the team, but they could get hurt quite easily. And if they do, and they will, or they want to restrict their minutes, Tatum's the guy. And, but he could help you and hurt you. And that becomes, you know, the fairly difficult thing in all of it. Um, you know, to what level, right? How, not necessarily how helpful or hurtful is he, but like, can he accept that role? Um, You know, in the NBA, he's basically taking the mantle. If you had to talk about young guys, we had to list it, right? we talked about young guys that, who are American and under, like, 25, 30, who will take the mantle in the NBA, even under 30. I mean, Tatum's number one. He's probably the number one American talent under the age of 30 in the league. Right? Because the other guys are foreign, Giannis. Okay? So, like, you got to get him prepped for that I suppose and yeah that would be the that'd be the MO right there oh we'll see how it shakes up we'll see how long in advance they need to do things and then um, you know always excited for, for what the future may